Coming up on NBL Now, the continued fallout from the Adelaide 36ers. Scott Ninnis speaks to the media for the first time. We talk about what all went down yesterday. Chris Smith from the Brisbane Bullets putting his hand up to be a contender for sixth man of the year. The Southeast Melbourne Phoenix very good at home. Not so good on the road. We talk about that and we take a big look at what's coming up tonight between the Taipans and the Kings. That's all coming up on NBL Next. It is Thursday, December the 7th. Great to have your company as always on NBL Now. I'm Jack Everin alongside Pete Hawley. Pauls, we're only starting with one story this morning, and that is the Adelaide 36ers. It all went down, to be honest, not long after we recorded the Wednesday edition of NBL Now. CJ Bruton and the 36ers mutually part ways. You've had a chance to take it all in. What do you think? I mean, it was inevitable. You felt the way things are going with the 36ers. I mean, not just, I guess, this season, but um, the last couple and... It's not the way that they've lost. I mean, it's not the losses, sorry. It's the way they've lost. I think that's been really disappointing to, to fans and really fans of basketball when you watch. And uh, that game against Tasmania, the way they came out. And I know the travel was one thing, but it's kind of that mindset they'd already planted before going uh, on the trip. And they had a couple of chats to the media before that. You could kind of see that they're just not in a good headspace. So normally when, when all of that's combined with losing, something has to give and Unfortunately, that was CJ Bruton and parting ways. So uh, it's never nice to see it for a coach and someone that a lot of people know well, and I know him well. He's, he's a great human being, and um, I'm sure he's going to have a, a really successful career in this industry, in the coaching for sure. But um, I'm interested to see what happens now with Adelaide. Normally, you come out with a rejuvenated energy. You come out firing. But yeah, I'm. it's going to be interesting to watch on Saturday against Cairns. Yeah, I, that's... That's interesting. I mean, Scott Ninnis spoke yesterday and, and spoke about the minutes that will change and that the rotations will change. There was also reporting coming out from News Limited yesterday via Matt Logue and, and Mick Randall suggesting that some of the senior players had been told that their rotation and their opportunities were going to change. And I'm referring to Jason Kadee and Mitch McCarron and Sunday Detch there. The way Scott Ninnis kind of said that yesterday to me, Pete, in many ways, it almost feels like it's backed up their story in that the veterans probably won't see a lot of burn for the back end of this season. Yeah, they, not the names are thrown out there. When you put like some dollar values next to some contracts and salaries and saying you're going to put that on the bench, when anyone who knows anything and been following this team, you can kind of put two and two together and realize who they're talking about. So on one hand, you kind of, as a fan, would be thinking, I, I do want to see these young guys play. I think they need that. And you talk about the energy that there just hasn't been there. So... That's the likes of Trenton Flowers. Um, Nick Marshall, I think, is one that should have played a whole lot more this season, no doubt. And then even like Kyron Galloway, I think he's been good when, when he's played. So you want to see more of that, but you also have to understand that uh, these like guys like Jason Kadeem, Mitch McCarron, Sunday Jess can still offer you something going forward. So whether that's a short-term thing just to say, hey, we need to just get some energy out here. This is a big shake-up. We're just throwing things differently uh, come into this round and without CJ Bruton going forward and, and see what happens. I struggle to believe that those three won't feature at all going forward in this season. I just don't think that's going to help them get wins or find a success. But I do think it's time to start feeding the younger guys because energy, I keep saying it, but they've just looked so flat for, for way too long this season. And you're going to get energy from Trenton Flowers. You're going to get all of that. But you're also going to, what's going to come with that is there might be a lot of turnovers. There might be a lot of scrappiness. So you give and take and kind of juggle it, which is why I think that you still need that veteran presence on the court. My, my only worry, and, and you're, you've been out on the field of battle, you understand the way that team logic works. My, my only concern is that, yes, you can bring the youngsters in and that they'll bring energy, but it appears broken, Pete. 
it, it appears as though it's almost gone too far. Do you have any concerns for Adelaide for the rest of the year that it's all great to say that minutes will change and that we're going to bring spark, but the, the damage might already be done? Yeah, a, a little bit. And I think you say it well with you, you do want to have those youngsters come in and, and maybe play more minutes than the veterans, but to potentially not play those older guys, those old heads, those those calming presences at all, that concerns me because, as I said, like the league the league is so strong and you're going to come up against these teams that are going to put their foot down. And if youngsters aren't ready for that and there's turnovers or scrappiness, that's normally when you can maybe insert one of those veterans just to calm things down and maybe their minutes go from 25 a game down to 10 to 12 for the time being and you play the youngsters but to potentially from what we're reading and hearing not play them at all I'm not sure that's going to be uh, completely solving the issue that just might be a little band-aid over the crack for now and uh, what doesn't help is they're playing Cairns this weekend yeah you talk about coming out with energy Cairns come out with energy every single game they play because if they don't they've got Adam Ford coaching and they know what happens to them so uh, it's kind of a baptism by fire if that's the way they're going to roll this weekend then I'm very interested to see how it goes to the Brisbane Bullets, and in particular, Chris Smith, I wanted to talk about with this with you this morning because you're the man that keeps across all of the awards throughout the season on nbl.com.au. I wonder whether there was a point after about four or five rounds with Brisbane Bullets fans where they were wondering about Chris Smith, whether he's actually going to be as advertised as this scoring machine and this three-point weapon. Justin Shuler made the move to bring him off the bench and make him a priority within the second team. And it appears to be one of the great decisions. Would he be the leading candidate for sixth man of the year right now? He's definitely up there. Uh, you talk about, yeah, a leading candidate. Um, he's definitely in that top conversation for sure. And it, it still took him a couple of games when he went to the bench to kind of understand that uh, it's not so much a demotion as it is, hey, we just want to get you some different looks. You're playing against the second unit from the other team. The ball might not be in Nathan Sobey's hands as much. Uh, in that first couple of minutes, you check onto the floor. So once he realized, okay, I'm going to get out there and get shots up, he's been terrific. Uh, he's yeah. shooting the ball at such a high rate over the last couple of rounds. And Justin Shuler's been in this similar situation at Melbourne United where, I mean, Chris Golding came off the bench uh, a couple of years ago. Scotty Hobson, these guys who could start and play 38 minutes on any other team decide to, or for whatever reason, you could bring them off the bench and they start to thrive. So Justin Shuler made the call. It took a little time, but Chris Smith's been unbelievable and I think I've got probably Jordan Bolden up there as well he's been terrific you talk about yep. sixth man of the year but the ones to keep an eye on is I mean what happens with Jalen Galloway Alex Tui in terms of sixth man of the year the eligibility is a real tough one and then Southeast Melbourne just well, put Will Cummings to the bench so if Will Cummings yep. starts to really relish in that role then all of a sudden he's going to have a similar conversation to um, Chris Smith down the end of the season so it's a really tough one to figure out who's going to even be eligible speaking of the Phoenix their record for this season is a puzzling one. So they're six and one at home, yet when they go on the road, they're one and five. What's going on there? Hate hotels, hate hotel food. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. They uh, they love to play at home, and again, there is probably a bit of that comfort. Okay, I'm sleeping in my own bed. I understand the routine, and I would not surprise me if during FIBA break that something was spoke about with that, and maybe they've tweaked something for for road trips and say, hang on. This isn't working. Maybe we, we change our shoot-around time. We change our pre-game meal. We change whatever just to try and have another look because play Sydney on Sunday, and that's going to be a, a massive test for them. And, I mean, Sydney played tonight, so we'll get to see what mm. response they have. But, yeah, you need to be able to win on the road. I mean, unless you finish top, you can kind of go through and just win on home court and, and be a champion. But it doesn't look like that potentially could happen. So they need to find out a way to get it done. And a lot of that is logistical. It's when, when do people have their naps, what works for people uh, – 
when do we take flights and maybe there is a tweak needed. So is it more logistical than mental, do you think? I think it's both because, again, once, you, once you've had a couple and, um, I mean, we, we keep talking about travel, but it, it is something that you need to work on. And we talk about working on your craft, but as a professional athlete, when you understand, okay, we're going to Sydney, we're flying at this time, you're already penciling in, okay, when can I go and have a nap? When are we doing a team walk? When shoot around? Uh, pre-game meal is at this time because our flight's delayed. Well, no, that doesn't work for me, so I'll try and flip things around. And a lot of that can be a juggle. And again, when you've got that kind of away record, then you kind of look at it and say, what can we do better? And uh, maybe that is tweaking something, and it wouldn't surprise me because uh, some road trips are harder than others and some road trips are near impossible, apparently, from what we've heard. But um, I'll be very interested to see how they go up against Sydney. Well, the Sydney road trip's probably the easiest out in the entire league from Melbourne to Sydney. It's a massive chance for the Phoenix to to make a really big statement on Sunday, I think, Pete. Yeah, they need to again. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with Sydney tonight against Cairns first up. And um, if Sydney get that one, will they be feeling even better and go out there and try and put their foot down? If they drop to Cairns, are they going to really come out strong? And uh, for the Phoenix, I'm just I'm actually really excited to see that Alan Williams versus both Jordan Hunter and Jonah Bolden matchup because they've been some unsung heroes. Jonah Bolden's been terrific this year. Alan Williams, two assists shy of a triple-double. But... The Phoenix want to be around the mark. They want to contend. They just lost Craig Moller, who's been an integral piece for them all season. How do they replace him? I don't think you can. Matt Kenyon's going to step in, no doubt, Ruben Tarangi. But that kind of length, um, the one thing that's going to help is Alan Williams should have no problem getting some rebounds now. So Craig <laughs> Moller's not around to, to steal his boards. But those tests are big because not only do they struggle on the road, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat and they seem to fall against those teams that they're contending. So they want to try and get on the same path with that and just try and contend with everybody and then hopefully make a run at this thing in the end. What are you expecting tonight? The Taipans and the Kings. Um, maybe the first thing that we need to try and guess is what starting lineup Adam Ford's going to throw out there tonight because we've seen all sorts of different combinations. It, it certainly threw Melbourne last Sunday. Yeah, it did. And it, it had to happen, didn't it? Because you just looked at the starting lineup, they threw out there a couple of games before the FIBA break. And in the NBL, you can't have a lineup with four non-shooters starting a game. It's just not going to work unless Tajima McCall comes out and hits four threes, which he did uh, a couple of games ago, but you can't expect that every night. So I thought Josh Roberts was terrific. His energy for someone just to stay ready like that when you haven't seen a whole lot of court time is uh, a real credit to him, but it's also a credit to Adam Ford for, for making him stay ready and understanding mm. that his time would come. But uh, it's an interesting thing to see what happens with Sam Wardenberg's mindset and all this uh, if you're coming off the bench consistently until you're just trying to find your feet. So I'm really high on the can ceiling, firstly. I think a lot of people kind of rip them off with everything they went through. It's similar with New Zealand. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of travel coming back from the States, and they haven't seemed settled. Now I think they're going to start to find their groove. And what helps them is playing against a style like Melbourne United and playing against a team like Sydney. They, they want to play fast. They want to get up and in defensively. That's okay. Cairns are going to, don't worry about getting sped up. They're going to come back just as fast. So uh, that's a really fun matchup to watch. And the Sydney Kings, they're switching defense. It looks great at times and other times it looks awful. So which Sydney Kings are we going to get on the defensive end? I'll be interested to see. So do they stick with that? I know that Derek Rucker spoke about it and said that it, things look a little shaky right now. There has been some criticism more defensively than offensively with Sydney. Do they stick with this switching defense or do they go to something different tonight? It's probably too late to switch it up too much because this is the identity they want. And again, I don't think anyone it's panic stations because anyone who, who understands that if you're going to be a full switching team and you have key pieces coming in and out, DJ Ho, Jalen Galloway, that... 
there's going to there's going to be a lot of adjusting. Sorry, on on the fly, and a lot of people didn't expect them to be good until the end of December, start of January, in terms of at their best with that. So I think it's more about just getting those reps in and kind of understanding who's playing in what role, who's playing with what lineup. But once they figure it out, if they don't stray away from it, it's a really hard defense to try and score on because they've just got so many different weapons who can step up and they get out on the break and play fast. So I don't see them going away from anytime soon. It's what Mahmoud wants to do as a team and. They just need that complete buy-in and understand that also, if it doesn't work, you might get blown out. You might yeah. get a lot of points put on you. So you either all buy in or you kind of collectively all have to put your hand up and say, hey, coach, this is just not working for us. Let's go back to some nice hard shows and go from there. Very intriguing matchup to start the round tonight. You'll be on the coverage, Pete. Looking forward to hearing you and looking forward to seeing that game as well. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks, mate. And as always, thanks for joining us on NBL Now. Joel and Liam are back tomorrow to break it all down.